to Book Delight with Chrissy Wright, the podcast where readers can be all kinds of ways and books really are magic. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm an elementary teacher librarian in the Pacific Northwest. On this show, I aim to connect you and the kids in your life to more books you love. If the idea of blowing up your kidlit TBR appeals to you, you're in the right place. This week, I'm sharing a Help My Kid Needs a Book episode, where I respond to listener recommendation requests. This week, we're doing all graphic novel recommendations. In fact, we've been talking about graphic novels all month long on the podcast, so if you want more comic content, you can go back and listen to episode five for a book list of chaos comics and episode six for a deep dive on six reasons why graphic novels are great. But without further ado, let's get into today's recommendations. For now, I've been collecting recommendation requests through a question box on my Instagram stories at Library Chrissy. So if you're interested in submitting a request for a future episode, be sure that you're following me there. I typically solicit requests in around the second week of the month since the My Kid Needs a Book episodes fall as the third episode you get each month. I would love to hear from you there. Again, that's at Library Chrissy on Instagram. So today I'm responding to five listener requests and I'm giving each request two or three recommendations with some bonuses. When I book talk titles on the show, including all the books that I will talk about today, I am always recommending books that I have read in their entirety and heartily recommend for their just right reader. I tried to pick requests today that represent a range of readers, and I've arranged today's recommendations in approximate ascending complexity of text. So we'll start out with early readers and work our way all the way up to young adult. That said, readers can be all kinds of ways, right? Big kids can read books designated as early reader, regardless of their reading skill, and littles can delight in reading longer graphics, whether independently on audio or through read aloud. So I'm going to give you a whole lineup of titles, and I leave it to you to match each book to the right reader in your life. All right, here comes the first request. This listener says, I'm looking for early reader comic recommendations for a first grader. Okay. Let's do it. My first recommendation for you is Reggie Kid Penguin by Jen de Oliveira. This is a short chapter graphic novel where each chapter is its own little adventure. It's a great pick for a first grader who is hungry to try out chapter books, but is maybe just getting started with longer books. In this story, Follow the adventures and the mishaps of the cutest penguin you've ever seen named Reggie. Reggie's life is both wildly charming and wildly relatable to kids who maybe have big plans, but those plans maybe don't quite go the way they'd hoped when they try to make them happen. Like trying to give yourself a haircut, but then accidentally gluing things to your head instead, or sneaking bites of cookie dough, and then living with the creeping fear that the sun is baking the cookies inside your tummy. When my daughter read this one, 
with each chapter that she finished, she would pause to retell the whole chapter to me and then rank which one was her favorite of all the stories so far. That was Reggie, Kid Penguin by Jen de Oliveira. The second book I want to recommend to you is the Sir Ladybug series by Corey Tabor. Okay, listen to this excerpt from the publisher's blurb to set the tone for this one. Ladies and gentlebugs, presenting the Duke of the Dandelion Patch, champion of truth and justice, the one, the only Sir Ladybug. Okay, now stack that tone with the fact that Sir Ladybug finds his quests in the everyday, whether playing a video game or baking a cake. This one is a hit for your fans of Knights and Dragons, but who might like to feel that they can really relate to the quest, too. That was the Sir Ladybug series by Corey Tabor. Okay, the third book that I want to recommend recommend for this reader is The Wolf Suit by Sid Sharp. Ugh, I love this one so much, and it's a little bit of a wild card pick here. It brings that let the kids get weird vibe that I love so much. And if that's you too, or your reader, run to get this one. For me, this book brings to mind the visual of Dewey's Talk by Carson Ellis and the deadpan, dark, weird, funny tone of a John Clausen with kind of a touch of folktale sensibility. In this book, Bellwether the sheep just wants some blackberries but he's crippled by his fear of the wolves in the woods. Now, what better way to protect himself than to sew a wolf suit? Of course, things don't go quite right. Read to see how author Sid Sharp has taken the phrase wolf in sheep's clothing and made a lovely, heartwarming rumpus of it all. This is also a particular treat for fans of a surprise ending. That was The Wolf Suit by Sid Sharp. Okay, the next listener says, what are some good graphic novels for second graders? And I know that this request comes from a teacher who is interested in doing a graphic novel unit in reading with her second graders. So I'm making recommendations, especially within that context. Okay, I want to start you off with a couple of bonus recommendations. These are books that I have talked about in previous episodes of the podcast. So I just want to bring them to mind for you here because they would be a really fun fit for second grade, and then I'll give you three fresh recommendations after. So first, you might want to go back to episode one and learn about WizKit by Tanya J. Scott. And uh, do not miss for second graders, I talked about in episode five, is The First Cat in Space Ate Pizza by Mac Barnett and Sean Harris. Okay, after you go back and check those out, here are the recommendations I have for you. The first series I want you to know about is the Mr. Wolf's Class series by Aaron Nell Steinke. This is my Swiss Army Knife graphic novel recommendation. I have seen kids universally love it from first grade all the way up to fifth. I also frequently recommend it to classroom teachers who are doing a graphic novel unit with their class, whether in reading or writing, as a class read aloud. 
It has clear, simple panels that are easy to follow and a kind of gentle story that is wildly relatable for kids. This is a great one to read actually under the document camera and model for kids. How to read panels from left to right, top to bottom, to walk them through what text features look like in a comic. In this series, you get to follow the everyday ups and downs of Mr. Wolf and his class at Hazelwood Elementary. The playful twist is that Mr. Wolf, the teacher, and all the other characters are drawn as animals, navigating school adventures ranging from field trips to snow days. The author, Aaron Nelsteinke, is a former elementary school teacher, so the way he portrays school is so accurate in both heartwarming and, if you know, you know, hilarious kinds of ways. As a second grade classroom teacher myself, I had the chance to do a virtual author visit with Aaron, and he is fabulous in that format. As a teacher himself, he really gets how to convey his process to kids, but also really gets kids. And as part of the visit, delivers things that they love, like doing a direct-to-draw with prompts live from the audience. So if that sounds interesting to you at all, I really encourage you to connect with Aaron and explore it. You will love it. So that was Mr. Wolf's Class by Aaron Nels Steinke. The second book I want you to know about to read with your second graders is Gnome and Rat by Lauren Stoller. Once you have set up the mechanics of how comics work with your class by reading Mr. Wolf's class, I think it would be so fun to splash some magic and some oddball humor into their schema of what is possible in comics, and Gnome and Rat is the perfect way to do that. It's sweet and funny with a dash of oddball humor that is just scrumptious. This book is told in episodic short chapter book format, and all the stories are centered around Gnome and his hat. We've got tea parties. We've got crossword puzzles. We've got two best friends helping each other get through life. It's warm and lovely from the first page to the last, and I just love it. That was Gnome and Rat by Lauren Stoller. The third series that I want you to know about for your second graders is Donut Feed the Squirrels by Mika Song. Okay, two words to set this one up. Adventure squirrels. But the adventures here are things like taking over a donut truck, an apple pie heist, a quest to get some pizza when no one will deliver. This series boasts chronic reread status at my house. My kids read them over and over and cheered out loud when our pre-order of the newest book in this series, One Smart Cookie, arrived this summer. To give you a little bit of a feel for the tone here, it is blurbed by author Ben Clanton, who made the Narwhal and Jelly series, and fans of one will absolutely adore the other. That was Donut Feed the Squirrels by Mika Song. Okay, for our third listener request today, this listener says, I have a nine-year-old girl who is a strong reader and has read a ton of graphics. I'm looking for something off the radar and or more challenging or a bit longer. She's okay with some tween or teen content. It's hard to find new ones for her. 
Okay, today I'm giving you one new release and two deeper cut backlist titles with kind of meatier themes and deeper background knowledge that your nine-year-old might not have discovered yet and can really dig into. Before I give you those fresh recommendations, I want to flag a couple of titles that I've talked about on previous episodes that might also be a great fit for your nine-year-old. On episode one, you can hear me talk about Little Monarchs by Jonathan Case and Saving Saria by Trang Nguyen. Then on episode four, listen to learn about Lo and Behold by Wendy Mass. Those three could be really fun. Okay, let's get to the fresh racks. First, your new release. This is Junior High by Tegan and Sarah Quinn and Tilly Walden. Yes, Tegan and Sarah, the Canadian pop duo. In this graphic memoir, Tegan and Sarah recount their real-life experiences from when they started middle school in a new town as twins. It has some great incidental puberty representation, like getting your first period and figuring out who you are and who you have a crush on, but the story really shines in how it depicts the girl's journey to finding music and through music, reconnecting with each other. One really cool choice that the illustrator Tilly Walden made in this book is using a particular color palette for each twin. She uses blues for one twin and reds and pinks for the other. So when the story zooms in on the point of view of one twin, it elevates her color palette. And when it shifts back to her sister, the colors shift too. It's really cool on the page. So that was Junior High by Sarah and Tegan and illustrator Tilly Walden. The next book that I think your nine-year-old might enjoy digging into is called Measuring Up by Lily Lamont. This one is kind of front desk meets Master Chef Junior. In this story, protagonist Cece has recently moved from Taiwan to Seattle, and there is nothing she wants more than to bring her grandma to visit. But plane tickets are expensive. So Cece hatches a scheme to win some prize money in a local cooking competition so she can pay for grandma's plane ticket. You get to read to follow Cece's culinary adventures overlaid with the ups and downs of navigating school and friendships in a brand new culture. That was Measuring Up by Lily Lamont. Okay, the third recommendation I have for your nine-year-old today is The Leak by Kate Reed Petty and Andrea Bell. So this one is a hit for young eco-justice warriors and for would-be investigative journalists with just a killer sense of curiosity. In this story, protagonist Ruth discovers this gross black slime in the local lake. She is determined to discover the cause and out the culprits through journalism. Ruth is a protagonist with drive, and the eco-mastery element really keeps the pages turning here. That was The Leak by Kate Reed Petty and Andrea Bell. Okay, for our fourth listener request today, the listener says, I'm looking for Greek myth and sports genre graphic novels for a middle grade kiddo. Okay, for today, I'm going to lean into the sports genre side of this request. 
The first sports comic I want to recommend to you today is Hoops by Matt Tavares. This is a basketball book inspired by the 1975 true story of the start of girls basketball in suburban Indiana. The story centers a group of girls who fall in love with basketball, but are rightfully irked by things like getting gym time only late at night after all of the different boys' teams are done, or having to make their own uniforms. It gives kids a powerful glimpse of the not-so-long-ago gender inequities in sports, while also giving you just a classic sports story vibe of rooting for your team to win and being so glad when they do. That was Hoops by Matt Tavares. The next sports story I want to recommend today is Swim Team by Johnny Christmas. Here, we've got another sports history meets underdog kind of story. This one, though, takes us to the pool. In this story, protagonist Bree is starting middle school and gets stuck with an elective she does not want. It's Swim 101. You get to follow Bree's journey from being scared of the water all the way to her pulse-pounding races on the swim team where she totally kicks butt. This one layers Bree's story with historical context of inequities and access to aquatics in Black communities, but with really a light touch that does not feel didactic. So that was Swim Team by Johnny Christmas. As a bonus here, I also want to let you know about an upcoming release. It's called Duel by Jessica and Aaron Bagley. I haven't gotten to read this one yet, but I wanted to give you a quick teaser for it because it's coming out soon and it gives us some more range and breadth in the sports that we see represented in middle grade comics because it's about fencing. This one is coming out in November and I can't wait to read it. So that was Duel by Jessica and Aaron Bagley. Okay, the last request for today is from a listener who says, I need some new queer graphic novel recommendations. Now, I know that this listener is a secondary school librarian, so I am expanding beyond my usual fare of picture books in middle grade to share some recommendations for two young adult graphic novels that I read and loved this summer. The first one is... The Princess and the Grilled Cheese Sandwich by Dia Muniz. I found this one in the pride display of one of my local bookstores. And when I went to the checkout, the bookstore, sorry, the bookseller at the counter lit up. She was the one who had written the shelf talker for the display. And she was so excited to see a reader discovering it. So know that what we're dealing with here is a book that makes a bookseller giddy. In this historical queer rom-com, Lady Camembert is smashing the narrative of her times and she wants to live life on her own terms without marriage. But women aren't allowed to inherit property. So when her father dies, she's kind of screwed Enter the plot to move to the city and begin life as Count Camembert. But then things get even trickier when she falls for Princess Brie. 
Okay, have you noticed that the characters I'm talking about have cheese names? Because yes, they do. And grilled cheese will, in fact, play a part in the love story of our protagonists. If the combination of true love and grilled cheese makes you feel gooey inside, then this book is for you. That was The Princess and the Grilled Cheese by Dia Muniz. The second recommendation I have for this listener is Stars in Their Eyes by Jessica Walton and illustrator Asuka. This is really a gentle first love story from Australian comedian Jessica Walton. If you want heartstopper level swoon and breakthrough disability representation, this book is for you. In this story, protagonist Maisie is attending her first fan con with her mom. Let's just pause and give a moment to seeing a really lovely parent-teen relationship on the page. Okay, so Maisie is really excited to meet her action hero at the con. The Her hero's name is Cara Bufano, and she's excited because Cara has a lower leg amputation, just like Maisie. Now, along the way, Maisie meets a character named Ollie, and the sparks fly. Follow their immersive one-day romance against the backdrop of fandom and con culture, intermingled with really thoughtful discourse around what it's like to navigate life and cons in a disabled body. That was Stars in Their Eyes by Jessica Walton and illustrator Asuka. So that is it for our recommendations for today's My Kid Needs a Book Roundup. I'm hoping you found a graphic novel for your TBR or 20. Though our month of graphic novels is coming to a close, fear not, I'm a graphic novel fanatic forever and will continue to include graphic novels across age categories in all kinds of episodes in the future. We will keep the comic love going for sure. Be sure to come back and join me next week for a Reading Raves episode where I'm sharing my standout reads from the month of August. If you want more book delight in your life from me, Chrissy, be sure to follow me on Instagram at librarychrissy, follow the show at bookdelightpod, and subscribe to my Kidlet newsletter by visiting librarychrissy.substack.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And because this is a new show, if you've been enjoying it so far, I would especially love it if you would share it with other kid lit nerds in your life who might like it too. Until next time, happy reading. <laughs>